Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm Andy with my buddies, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hey, howdy, hi. Well, this is, this is what we're going to do now, right? Alternate, get together for one episode, Pete go solo for an episode, get together for one. Mm-hmm. The Pete solo cast, it's taken off, it's a thing now. Pete pod. Yeah. You really, do you even need us? Can I go home? It's really boring alone, though. I would imagine, I think that sounds... It's like it, talking it can't, to yourself is not I don't right. think it can be good for your like well-being after a long uh, time. Yeah, th- yeah, no, it's not good. I, I at least get a cardboard cutout out of us or somebody. Something. I need, yeah, no. Need something. I've tried it before because of uh, Mechanical Turk, if you know what that is, on Amazon. That's where like, they pay you to do tasks. But there was one that was like uh, you had to record like five-minute answers to questions. And five minutes, I couldn't stand talking to myself for five minutes. Five minutes, I couldn't even yeah. do like 45 seconds. I'd yeah. be like, I'm done with this. I, yeah, I would record for like an answer and be like, all right, let me check the time. Oh, that was, uh, that was a minute. How much was it for? I mean, it depends on the task. Some of those were, usually the ones that re- involved uh, recording were worth a little more, maybe like 10 bucks. I mean, a lot of the stuff. I, I'd probably cheap. get like 45 seconds into like a minute and I'd be like, I'll pay you $10 to make me not do this anymore. I used to do it for a while when I'd just be sitting home anyway, like watching TV. I would do all of them while watching TV and I would sometimes make like 40 or 50 bucks in a week, a good week of. So what happens if you swear in them? No, well, that wasn't. They, well, maybe you could, but they'd. they'd I would certain... just think if I was watching that Bucks game today. Oh, yeah, that's true. If you talk in the middle of it and just start swearing at the screen. The Bucks game might be too distracting to do one. So did you guys have a good weekend? I had a busy weekend. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, I had kind of just a more, a more of a busy weekend than relaxing. But Yeah, I was at the Bronco Select Pig Roast, 11th annual. As you had your volunteer day that on yeah, Saturday? It was a lot of fun, for sure. So, but... I had the honor, I guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You honor. guess? I, I, yeah, I would. I don't know. They they were like so nervous to have me on for sure. It's also a celebrity, huh? Ever yeah, since they're doing those kind of, kind solo casts, you're in high demand. Yeah, they yeah. they need me, not you guys. They asked me to come, and I'm like, ah, I'm busy. I can't make it. So I was well, on Pete. Yeah, no, I was a guest on a <laughs> podcast of all places. No, it was a uh, BSing with. Scooter and McBee, which is a pretty great name. I love that, actually. It's a family show. <laughs> it is a family show. So it's about Bronco Select. So uh, the organization that our kids are in, they, uh, the two of the, I don't, know, I don't know if they're original guys, but um, yeah, I, think good Scott, for the story. I think Scott is, is, is original, though. He, he kind of was part of the creation of the, the organization, for sure. That should be an episode. That, hey, if, if Brian and the crew are listening... That should definitely be one of the episodes. What was the founding? What's the founding story for Bronco Select? How did it come to be? Yeah, so actually, that's their next. He he wrote me a little little thing here with uh, the origin, concept, mission, all this stuff. Like he's way more prepared than we ever were. So <laughs> he just does it might say be good next, or bad thing. Their their next show will be the origins of Bronco Select. So I sit down with Ketterhagen and and Brian Van Swall. Should be pretty fun. They'll talk about kids sports, 
mostly mostly Bronco Select stuff, but uh, they'll bring in actually like uh, Athletico Sue Roundtree. Yep. She's gonna talk about like kids um, and how much they should be working out and all that all that kind of jazz. So it should be pretty fun actually. And I guess then if, uh, if well, they people want, so I mean they're gonna be all right. If people want to just be up to date on everything going on for Bronco Select, yeah, that then they'll. Yeah, they could they can go on there and on the pod, listen, listen and hear about really hear about the other teams too. So that should be they'll have like a coach's corner and talk about the other teams and stuff. But he wants to come on our podcast maybe one time, and uh, vice versa, collaborate with us. So I kind of plugged our podcast mm-hmm. on their podcast and hmm, vice well, versa. Maybe we'll, we'll sign them, them to uh, Amp Media. <laughs> there we go, Amp Media. <laughs> there you go. Welcome. But yeah, they're spon- They got all these sponsors already. Bob's Mobile. And- Everybody in town is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's like it's the same people sponsoring Broncos. Well, yeah, that's, that's, the that's, the, that's the reason that they, they have sponsors, I guess. Yeah. So, <sighs> but I'm like, yeah, no. So it should be fun. I'm, I'm pretty excited for them. They're really excited. They were really nervous to talk to me for some reason. He's like, ever since, every time you sit in the chair and you, I'm looking at you. He's like, I, it's really, ner- I make you make me really nervous. I'm like, I'm not like Giannis. Like, what is going <laughs> on? Like, I think you should just own the part. I'm nervous like, being. Let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. So it was. A lot I of remember fun, being pretty nervous about just every episode when we started. Oh yeah. Like I, it'd be like a relief after I like made a point where like I didn't have to talk for a while. Yeah. I was pretty happy when I could make one solid sentence without having to be edited in post. <laughs> <laughs> take three of that sentence it only took 50 episodes for me to not completely hate my voice anymore still dislike it but don't hate it i i hated my voice at first and now i love it so much i do solo podcasting yeah i couldn't be there saturday because it was our, our first wedding of the season so monica's a wedding photographer so i get to be her second shooter so the season's upon us yeah yeah it was busy time that's exhausting Oh, the day after, and it's it's fun, and it's great to be part of people's days and and things like that, and you get to meet really great people. Our, our couple yesterday was amazing; they were a lot of fun. But you go to bed and just wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh my god, I think I just ran a marathon. And then you look at your step count; and it's like 3,700 steps. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, no, you you don't have to lie. We know you hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. There's a. They're all. They're people. <laughs> I used to do it with your wife. They're not, all magical. Not do it with your wife. You so, said, yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> bleep that out, baby. This might be the last episode. <laughs> I used to do the, the second shooter. Um, <laughs> from the grass, I don't know how to say that. I'm still not getting any better. shooter from the grassy you knoll. Yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe I should just podcast alone. You guys got this one. I'm out. <laughs> no, I, I used to shoot, shoot photography with her. Um, and yeah, it's exhausting. Especially weddings, like I can't, I my back would be killing me and stuff. Especially that, if that you gotta be, yeah, I'd be pack mule and running around the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's a long day, and we've gotten pretty good at it now. Um, so I'm able to get the stuff ready to go. But the the part that's the part that stinks for me, or that would be so nerve wracking for me, I don't have any part of. Like, I just have to yell people's names to get the families and stuff together. But she does all the stuff where she lines them up and does more creative shots. I'm like, I could never come up with random stuff. And she always like finds a new way to get them lined up. And no. And then the editing afterwards, that's just... It's a lot ugh. of work. A lot of work. So I don't have to do that part, so luckily. Yeah. Uh, but she's amazing with that. Yeah, good for her if she can pull that off, because I, I do not like people enough where I had... If I had to <laughs> talk to them all day and like give them direction. But that's, that's what you're just, doing right now. Yeah, but I know you guys well. 
like with strangers. That's true. You have to get but it's good. I don't know. There's some great stories that come out of those, though. Because, I mean, you're there all day and you're watching the whole dynamic of families and stuff, and you're not directly yeah. tied with most of them, but it's, you know, it's some agree. interesting there's, crazy stories come out of it. There's some crazy stuff. Yeah, it is. I guess it is interesting to be at a wedding where you're not like attached to anyone in yeah. some way where you don't really know like all the family dynamics and you just see the fist fight start and but they even come from like, every different walk of life right like everybody comes with a different background type of thing the different different ranges of of whatever it's it's nuts <laughs> if i thought there was any chance that nobody would ever listen i'd share some but yesterday there was none there's no drama yesterday did we get some mail mike um I could... You want me to check the mail? Yeah. We're just going right into mail. <laughs> we There's done... no transitions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done mail in a while. Let's let's check the mail. <laughs> do you want me do we have a giveaway? Go to do we want to do the giveaway or mail? We want to dust off the old mailbox? We did get one. I think our first segment's over. Uh, we did get we, <laughs> we did get, get the mail. This is pretty question. funny. This is funny. I think somebody gets to read his own mail that he <laughs> sent. This is, this I don't know. Uh, it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> so we had an Oliver Closeoff sending <laughs> from Pleasure Town, Wisconsin. What was it again? Oliver Closeoff. I think you need to read this with a <laughs> with a Fargo accent for sure. Uh, Ple- think, uh, Pleasure Wisconsin's got to be up north. Yeah, this probably is, in the UP. This is all real, but uh, <laughs> no. With Geo and Davies pitching well, it's kind of what are the power rankings for Brewers starters? Basically, who is in trouble of getting bumped out of the rotation? Because it seems like Geo, Davies, Woodruff all seem pretty safe now. Plus, then Chassin, Anderson, Peralta, Nelson is supposed to be back soon. He just made another rehab start. Yeah, he's got to be coming back up any week now. Yeah, he pitched, uh, I think, five and two-thirds scoreless. It was, it was his best rehab start, so he'll be back soon. So I don't know, what do they do? Hot take. I know this for a fact. Corbin Burns does not come back to the rotation. Ooh, those seven earned runs he gave up. Just when he was looking, his ERA was trending in the right direction. He's looking pretty good as a bullpen option at times. Nope. Seven earned runs is a, was a rough one. Is it bad I had more faith in um, Hernan Perez to... Pitch. Hey, he's got a, got a pretty good off speed pitch. He pitched, yeah. He he came in and pitched the last inning. Sorry, the, yeah, birds down, the birds were down. The birds were down twelve to nothing. At one they point, almost came, but back. they came back. Yeah, because I'm sure the other team was trying real hard. Because uh, it does seem Nelson has to basically Shasin has to be in there, right? Even though he's been up and down, so it's basically Peralta and Chase Anderson probably out. I think so. It is interesting that uh, you just, like you just don't trust like Freddie at all. No, I don't think. And then I don't know. I think you're just really hoping for Nelson to get back, and then you're just thinking lucky stars get whatever you get out of Geo, and then well, it is like the gift you get from Woodruff like today. It is interesting. I think that I did not have any faith in Davies going into the season, or not much, and didn't. Even you know we didn't even know Geo would end up on the Brewers, and they've been the two best pitchers now. Yeah, like they're the guys that are least likely to lose rotation spots. So, I, so I, much can change between now and the All Star break, and after I don't know. It it is pretty interesting though because the Brewers' starting pitching and I would say pitching overall has gotten a a ton better. 
because yeah. even Freddie Peralta and Chase Anderson, they both went like almost five innings and only gave up like a run or two well, in their the last thing. couple starts. So it's and Woodruff what went eight innings today. So yeah, but, I just I just think it's a lot tougher. But those two guys I, are are easily on the bottom. I think the quality start metric of only going to five innings needs to change. It yeah. did. It is. It's actually it's six now. It's six now. And and five is right. five is a lucky win they call it. Oh, because yeah, that's pretty accurate then. Yeah. So because Chase Anderson's pitched well as a starter, but he didn't look great out of the bullpen. Right. So I I don't know. It's what about a six man rotation? Sure, why not? Do it. I I'd be fine with that. And then you probably you'd see the guys pitch. Has that been at, done before? I don't know when the last time a team used a six-man rotation was. You could pitch these we guys. We don't do anything standard as is anyway. I, yeah. So sure, why not? Yeah. Why not? Have these guys then, they would, you know, you'd potentially pitch an inning in between starts. Like your day to throw would be the day you're available from the bullpen. So that's what I say. Sign me up. Six-man rotation. I mean, if you really want to look at it, Shasin probably should be the one that goes away, though. Yeah, that's why he's he's the... been pretty much the worst starter consistently. Not yeah. terrible, but but the worst. He did, yeah. he he hasn't really had very good games. If you look at that, Geo Davies, uh, Chase Anderson, and Woodruff ahead of him, and then maybe Nelson, maybe Shasin goes to the bullpen. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be a tough situation. Davies is ruining everything, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, him versus Geo for National League Cy Young, we didn't expect Easily. that. <laughs> yeah, but it is pretty pretty nice to see their their pitching get a lot better. Their their bullpen's kind of gotten a little little worse here and there, but yeah. um they've kind of leveled off they're in second place. You know, they're they're treading water. Insert, Last that that 10 game road trip went pretty well, so 5 in, and 5. Insert ESPN music. Six man rotations are actually quite common. (laughs) (laughs) How many teams? uh, Uh, Reds did it most of the year last year. Rangers were prepping this year to go into the season doing it. The Red Mm. Sox were looking into it. Interesting. Mm. Guess give more rest to the starters. That it makes sense. Like why not? Can we take a break so I can like wipe off my headphones right now? Mm -hmm. You sweating that much? Oh my god! You having a heart attack? I nearly did you, with this Bucks game. Do you taste metal right now? No, just taste bad breath. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, I nearly had a heart attack in this this Bucks game. My, Is bad breath my... a sign? <laughs> I don't oh. I'm pretty sure it's just a sign of... <gasps> Was that... Ooh, wait, it is not a sign disease. of a heart attack, but it is a potential sign of diabetes and cancer. Were well, you trying to gotta kill me? Were you trying to or trans- death? Transition. <laughs> trying very hard to transition into box. Transition like- to box or Game of Thrones because you got dragon breath. <laughs> oh shoot! I don't okay, even know where to go. Okay, let's, just let's just talk, talk it all in one. All right. No, so, the king of raptors. Right, <laughs> the king of raptors is. Obviously, Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Okay. All right, let's start over. I'm still going to call it Bucks and Five. 
this did seem like a winnable game despite how poorly the Bucks played. It was just like game one against the Celtics, right? Yeah, except played so bad. Yeah, except that game the Bucks got blown out. In this game they went to overtime. <laughs> Toronto Toronto played their butts off. Played yeah. their butts off. We sucked. Yeah, it was a bad game all around by the Bucks. When Miritich and Middleton, sh- I think they only made two threes. Yeah, and if out you throw, of thirteen, throw Bledsoe in there too, who is also one for six. Oh, there you go. Like they should have got killed. What was the last? What was the last good Bledsoe game? That uh, game two against the Celtics. That has been. I know Coach Bud was defending him after game two against the Raptors, saying he does other stuff because he had seven assists in game two. He said, yeah, he does other stuff like turn the ball over. He does. Uh, game two, though, he had uh, no turnovers, seven assists, I don't no know, turnovers. I don't know. It's more recency but, bias. It's so frustrating. Well, then today he had five turnovers. So, yeah. Yeah, so, only to be outdone by Giannis. With eight. Yeah, that's why the numbers from this game, if you just read the box score, it is ugly all around. But ugly. they went into double overtime. They went to double overtime somehow. <laughs> Giannis, two of seven at the line. Giannis, Middleton, and Bledsoe each took 16 shots apiece, so 48 shots total. 11 made between those three. It is amazing that they got this game to overtime because they were down the whole game. They had yeah, a, down the whole game, but not down by double digits. The no, whole the, game at the all. thing is they kept getting it down to like three points. Like I mean, over, nine to three. Nine, over, yeah. and then they couldn't get over the hump. The Raptors would always respond, but then late in the game is when they finally like got over the hump. Yeah, it, what it felt weird was as you get as you got later in the game, especially that first overtime and then definitely the second, like the Bucks looked more gassed than the Raptors who yeah. don't have a bench and two of their starters were pretty much out. Yeah. Or were out with foul trouble obviously, but well, I mean you fight, you fight, you fight, you keep fighting to come back. <laughs> going to take a lot more out of you than having a lead so they were playing a big time defense late in that game and that's what something that i'm going to defend bledsoe a little bit because he plays amazing defense at times so they're all running around they're all playing great defense late in that game for sure so i could see them being totally gassed and they don't play 40 minutes a game let's admit that i mean i, I give, only I, play 30 something i give coach about a lot of credit by going switching out and moving to hill Hill gives you, I think, just as much yeah. defense, but he doesn't make that stupid mistake. Well, yeah. He doesn't. It just felt like Budsell looked like a lot more like he was pressing too hard. Like he was, his shot was non, so he was just forcing himself to like drive and dish, which is what he does well. But he's out of control. Like think, you still got to do that. In, in normal Budsell, even throughout the season, was under control, making those quick reads and getting rid of the ball. Where he was just, like I said, yeah. he's like I don't know what he'd fall like three times in a row making that same drive. I think it came down to him pressing because of what Middleton and Giannis weren't doing. So he felt like he had to take take the lead and try to do something, and he he couldn't. I don't know how much stock you put into plus minus. Bledsoe actually had a plus two. That's today. because of defensively, he's yeah. he's amazing. He he I, shut down Lowry. Lowry did nothing today. Yeah, that's true. Lowry. Like has, nine points, I think. He's kind of been his usual playoff self. The same. So what's, play- the, what's the plus minus with Hill in then? Uh, Hill yeah. was minus two. The worst on the box was actually Lopez, minus 16. That's but because Gasol had a pretty, pretty Gas- awesome game. And there. Gasol got off to that. Yeah, he got off to that hot start. Yeah. And I put a lot of, lot of stuff into plus minus, to be honest. I, I really like that stat. Yeah, I mean, I think looking at plus minus, 
for one game, it's sometimes hard to tell because right. you can right. you can just be. So you what could was just the, so what was the plus minus with Giannis on there? Giannis was plus three. Because sometimes you can just happen to be on the court during a big run that maybe right. you're not actually doing a whole lot. But I do think it's something to look at from game to game to see if you're consistently on the court during. But that's the thing with, with Bledsoe. He's consistently not scoring in all these playoff games and consistently plus. So he's making a big difference, I think, defensively. Granted, yes, he is turning over the ball at, at key points. And those are glaring, glaring mistakes late in the game that you well, don't want to see. But there's a lot of times in the game that he doesn't make so it's like you just yeah the plus minus is like yeah you got to look at that but then you also have to look at in crunch time he's not he's making these big mistakes it's like what you want to do for your 401k you want to be more aggressive when you're early on in the game and then gradually get more and more conservative towards the end and that he does not do that he is just as if not more aggressive the later it gets there's a lot of hero ball that went on today. Like that, that middle, or not middle. Well, yeah, it was Middleton, oh, Middleton shot. Middleton too. Yeah. On, the, on that triple coverage crap, I'm like. Brogdon was wide open, wasn't he? He was yeah. in, the cor- in the corner. Brogdon ran to the corner looking for the ball wide open. And he, Middleton. But, I don't know. I don't mind Middleton taking that shot. Though. Yeah. And I don't Do you think... know he's going to hit it. Like you, we were, I was waiting for him. I was waiting for Middleton to just win this well, game. I just didn't like, I didn't like the shot number one with the opportunity. Like you mentioned with Brogdon open, there was a couple options. I forgot who it was underneath to. Is flashing because you have three guys coming up on you, and there's seven seconds to go. It wasn't like you had to rush into that shot yeah. either. But then I don't like the the crybabiness where you look for a foul after that too. Like, yeah. no, you're not gonna get a foul <laughs> called when you're three feet beyond the going shooting in triple coverage. Like, yeah. it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, they rarely call that. Seven seconds left. Yeah, I mean he was hit, but yeah, no, they're not gonna call. Yeah, it. and uh, good on the Bucks though. The defense then on the. Toronto getting the final shot is oh, basically man. Siakam threw up a, just an ugly three right. that had no chance of going in. Right. Um, well, even I think it was the first overtime when Giannis sprinted over and gotten Kawhi's face. I think it made a huge difference. Oh in yeah, that, that one too. That flash on that pick and roll, like the, where he just kept it. Whatever else you see, like Giannis come from across the court to go disrupt it. But I think that really goes to show you how great defensively this team is. They. They had an awful, awful offensive game, and they really proved that they can they can hold Pat. And yeah. they almost won. The, they almost stole this they, game. Yeah, they did, and they only shot thirty seven percent from the field overall, thirty one percent from three, and missed eleven free throws. Not, yeah, that's another thing where Bledsoe struggled with. Yeah, it, as a team, they just not good. Uh, Even Brogdon missed today. Yeah, and that's the one guy who as close to automatic as you get. But, you know, there's another game. Yeah. Hey, you know the NBA doesn't want two series to go for it, no? <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was many calls that you could say, oh, the NBA wants it that way, though. No. Kawhi kind of, I was amazed by Kawhi. I, I think this game will go down in history as one of the great moments. Like, Kawhi limping pretty much the whole game. You could tell he was, yeah. he was something's wrong with his knee, I believe. But There's always a few things you can point to. Like, I don't know, that, that call on Giannis, like, the first fifth foul was, like, or six foul. That was totally a charge. That was totally charge. That was totally charge. And then even on that steal that that Kawhi had, like he double dribbled, like yeah. that dunk he had left handed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Late in the yeah. game, even refs make mistakes mentally. I would think. And but, I like the idea where you let them play, but then play let them play both ends. Like you got ticky tack fouls on some of the stuff, like where they're they're just bodying up on on drives for like the guard play, and then you get somebody gets hammered on the other end, you don't call it. So if you let them play, like let them play a little bit, like the body up. Reach and foul stuff that Brogdon got called in a couple of times. It, I think Middleton got one too. It was just like it did I didn't know where it was coming from. By late in the game, they were calling it pretty.
pretty tight. Each team had 30 fouls in the game. You saw guys fouling out on both teams. I don't like whenever they get too tight in these games where it's just like trading free throws every time down. Uh, but yeah, as much but, as I hate Reggie Miller, he's totally correct. That's just a good playoff foul. Or, you know, yeah. like when they would go to the to the booth to check it, like he's like, come on, what are we right. doing here? Yeah, where Siakam hit Giannis, like yeah. kind of hard it's from good, behind. It's a good foul. I think the reason they checked it is Giannis was holding his face, yeah, but he got, but he hit, got hit before by Danny Green. Danny, Danny Green, Green and Kawhi both got him. Kawhi got him with an elbow. Going for the ball, but Siakam's foul was nothing. Yeah, nothing. Flagrant? Yeah, flagrant. There, there you go. go. There's nothing flagrant. <laughs> Um, but I mean, Bucks still have a two-one lead. They're in fine position. It's a little frustrating because it did feel like this was the series. You know, if they win this, it's right. it's over because no teams ever come back. And right. I thought like yeah, one, the, the numbers are clear well, in their favor. Yeah. The, the way the game was progressing too, when we were down, like it was a mixture of like eight to ten, dropped down, you got it within four, then kept battling back and forth, and you finally like tie it up to go into it. I mean, they lose Lowry and Powell. You think that that is. Definitely plus uh, for the Bucks going. They're basically going in with their starting lineup going into it. Yeah. And the first overtime and, and Raptors are scrambling kind of fill in those roles where a lot of times, because as we mentioned with their depth, the Raptors don't have a lot of playoff ready players ready to step into those spots. Mm-hmm. So you feel like it's an advantage. Then it's even more so as you get farther on. I'm surprised that we couldn't get Gasol with this like sixth foul and get him out of there. Yeah, because that's the thing. Not he only... played two overtimes with five. Yeah, and uh, also the Van Vliet had five fouls. So right. not only did they have two guys fall out, they had two guys with five fouls. Like they were really like bordering on like being in trouble. I mean, who would they put in if it had gotten that bad? Jody, former Buck, Jody Meeks, yeah. or Jeremy Lin. Lin sanity, baby. So, yeah. so I guess that's where like if you had one disappointing piece is like if. It would have been almost backbreaking from the Raptors' perspective if, like, you cannot. Like, game one, we stole. And if you also steal game three, yeah, it's like, what do you have to do to beat these guys? It's almost like, I think game four would have been a yeah, cakewalk. That's where uh, guys, if, if you Mail go down, in. yeah, if you go down three nothing and you lose game one and three like this, there'd be guys for sure already thinking about the offseason for yeah. the Raptors. It, you probably hard not to. You probably see like a, a Philadelphia like where you have the phone on the sidelines looking for yeah, travelocity bo- bo- deals. Yeah, booking trips. <laughs> Expedia. But I want to get away. The big part of this game though is that Giannis wasn't aggressive as he usually is. And it, they did do little tiny lineup changes. Like they, they were all worried about. I was watching a lot of pregame and they were talking about lineup changes and lineup, lineup changes. But they pretty much just switched who they were guarding. And it, it can, I threw them off big time, which you. Why wouldn't you plan for that maybe? But it seemed like Giannis just couldn't figure it out. Then he kind of just sat back too much. And once you get into that, they just kind of got, got you know, that confidence when they yeah. set that wall again. So uh, I really think they'll they'll have some kind of thing to counter counteract that for sure. And I, I, I just think the Bucks will win game four. Yeah, I mean, he still had seven assists, 23 boards, set up yeah, playoff that, record. That's the thing. He, he still... Affects, he affects the game. game. He had four blocks too. Yeah. Like he yeah. plays good defense. So even though he wasn't scoring, other guys stepped up. George Hill had another huge game. Brogdon's Brogdon been fantastic game. since he came back. That's why I actually thought he had this. Uh, Bud had the uh, starters out there at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was and, interesting. And I thought uh, we talked about Bloodsoe sometimes looking out of control. I thought he'd put Brogdon in for Bloodsoe, but he stuck with the same starting lineup he's been using ever since Brogdon got hurt. Those are still the starters, but 
Brogdon's been playing so well. He almost maybe should be in in crunch time. I and mean, he's gonna probably gonna have the freshest legs out of the group. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I think it really comes down to yeah, Giannis will get his, Kawhi will get his, but who else? And that's what was the big thing with Toronto is Sakim and Gasol did not show up in the first two games. They showed up and they finally had a game that they could control the whole game. Granted, we'll see what happens in game four. But I really do feel like well, Giannis will be a lot better. But I think for the Bucks to win this series, they need Middleton to do something. Yeah, he hasn't been real strong in the playoffs either. When we've, we've talked about, you know, George Hill looked like maybe the best player, second best player in the series mm-hmm. last yeah. round. It's been it's been a lot of other guys stepping yeah. up. Ilyasova, Hill, Brogdon, but we haven't seen a big Middleton or Bledsoe game. Right. And we are gonna need those guys at some point if we wanna keep keep winning, especially if we made it to the finals. So preview to game four, Tuesday night, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys got? I am still pretty confident. Turnaround game? I I think kinda like kinda like we said and you said Pete, like it really took kind of the Bucks playing this poorly to still lose in overtime, and I kind of just think they bounce back and win by maybe so is, like. So 10. is this them just being courteous to the Bucks fans, where they want to win, win the series in Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah, go. that's a good All way right. of looking that's at what it. They did with Boston too. Yeah, I I see the same outlook. I I think it'll be close for most of the game, but I think the Bucks will pull away. I just they've proven all year round that, of course, they've only lost two in a row once. All season, so right. I really do feel like they they've proven all year that when they do lose, they learn from it and they really win big. And you know, coming into this game, I don't have the numbers post this game, but coming into this game, the Bucks uh, uh, margin for their opponents was plus fifteen point three per game. Uh, that's how much they're outscoring their opponents by, which was. Only done by last year's Warriors and the like 2000 Lakers. Yeah. And uh, the Bucks already have six 20 point wins in the playoffs. That ties a record set by the Warriors last year when they won it's 16 amazing. games. Yeah. So, did anybody see the flashes like when they showed like the top of the backboard? Like during the Toronto, oh. in Toronto today, I was like, we are the North. Yeah. And they have all those stupid shirts they wear. Game of Thrones is historically accurate telling of how Canada gained its independence. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Oh, man, that's a good one. Well, what did, did I do you... it right? Yeah, good. <laughs> hit, the, hit the laugh track button. Yeah, that was my laugh track button. Uh, I No, I forgot. What, I that. forgot the joke and then you said it again. All right. <laughs> and it made me laugh more than the first time. I'm going to edit this all together where it'll make sense. <laughs> Um. So we done. We're all we're all done, right? We're not mm-hmm. talking about this episode. You gotta talk. You know, no, we already went through the finale. It's when the Ice Queen, Ice, ice Queen, queen. Elsa <laughs> was killed. This isn't a Disney show by the dwarf from Snow White, right? Ice Queen Elsa. Are no. you talking about? Do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Come on, there. let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door. It's like you've gone away. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I've seen that movie so many times. I can't. I can't remember that much. That's pretty good. No, yeah, Game of Thrones happened.
So and, how do you guys um, feel so, now that it's over? So we haven't been together since what? The last one? Did we talk about the last one? I don't think we did. I did no. by myself. Yeah, Pete, Pete did has own thoughts. Yeah, I was not here for, or I haven't talked about uh, episode five yet. So this is kind of five and six together in one. Do you feel satisfied with the last season or the ending? No. You're a big no? Hell to the no. Do you feel satisfied, Pete? Disappointed? Eh. After, after, uh, watch, after watching tonight's finale, I almost wish they would have ended on last episode. <laughs> just kind of like extend that just a couple, like 15 more minutes. Yeah, we already discussed the finale. When the Ice King was killed by Arya. That's the last episode you want to watch? Yeah. That's where um, if I rewatch everything, that's it's going to end there. That's like um, the show Heroes that was on NBC. If you remember that show? I mm-hmm. loved season one and then it all got ruined by like time travel. I bought season one on DVD. No other seasons. No. And I'd watch just that season sometimes and pretend that it was the end of the show. There you go. Um, I don't know. I'm okay. I'm okay with the taking... I mean, there's a lot of flaws with it, right? Like the taking of um, King's Landing, that whole episode. Um, but it wasn't short of drama and action. I mean, yep. at least it was... I think it was well done. And it was finally back to some of the roots where just a, just a hellstorm. It's still the like amazing looking the the special effects and the the set pieces and everything like that and it's well acted. So it all Aaron Rodgers running for his life. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers getting burned by dragons. <laughs> I guess I like where a lot of characters ended up. It just didn't feel satisfying how they got there. It felt like because they did two short seasons. They did 13 episodes over the last two years when they'd been doing 10. And I feel like there's episodes or scenes missing. I do too, because it felt, it felt super rushed. Yeah. Like, we, we've spent so long trying to do these character arcs. And we, I think my, my wife kind of talked about it best. Like, the idea of Danny, you spent so long building yeah. her up as this, like, genuine character in for the right thing and just within an hour's worth of time yeah she's now dead yeah again worthy of being killed because she's gonna go crazy yeah she basically went from using her dragons to protect the world from the night king to dead in like a couple episodes we're gonna protect the world and then i'm gonna go burn them and you can say oh she she lost jorah she lost masande she lost Ragel. Varus betrayed her, but they crammed all that into the span of like an episode. So it just felt like it wasn't even an episode. It was a matter of like fifteen minutes yeah, of an just, episode. It's just like here's something bad. Here's something bad. Here's something bad. Here's something bad. Now she's crazy. Like, <laughs> what about the six, and Shiv? <laughs> what, what about the six seasons of her? Uh, of her always trying to help the uh, and even vice versa. Like, people? at what point did like John Stark become such a wimpy character till the very end? I guess though after his talk with Tyrion, but. Yeah, you know, I, I think he only recorded one scene this year, and they just replayed it every time. It was it was a tight shot on his face, and him just going, "She's my queen." And every conversation, they just use reuse that clip. She's my queen. She's my queen. Yeah, he kind of felt like he was gonna be one of the the main characters in this, but he didn't do a whole lot this season other than reveal his true parentage which caused <laughs> it caused so much drama yeah you know nothing Jon Snow 
True. Was he meant to just go go be with the free folk? Job's north done. Of the, north of the wall. Oh yeah. Uh job's done. Ready to work. Uh did Daenerys build barracks and train more soldiers like Warcraft? Because how did her army keep growing every episode? It went from they all died. It went from like yeah. twenty. To yeah, the Dothraki just disappeared. Remember, and when, now there's just like a whole bunch of them. There Mem- were a lot of Dothraki. Yeah, it's a lot. And Unsullied. Tons. Remember when she marched the part where Masande gets killed? When and did she have that many? Never. <laughs> when she first got him in season th- three or whatever. Yeah. You know where Masande died and they they marched to the wall? She's standing there with like 20 Unsullied. Right. Now she's got like a thousand of them. Yeah, they talk about it because they talk about like the North. Well, even then they talk about even even when they cut to that scene about it uh, where they, if, oh. Like Winterfell, like Winterfell's troops come down. There's like a thousand men in winter. Like, where did those people come from? Yeah, people are just popping up out of nowhere. And I don't know. I I like stuff like, I like Jamie ultimately going back to Cersei. He basically, though. No. See, I like the. How do you feel about his hand growing back? Did you feel good about that? <laughs> I miss that. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm not looking for that crap. It's like, it's like a cup of tea. Okay, I get it. Oh, the you're talking about the the promo picture or whatever where uh, he didn't have his gold hand on. Is that where you're referencing? No, during an ep- no, it's during actually an in the episode. If you actually freeze frame it. Oh, that there, actually. All right. To, to be fair, I mean, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there because that's just what the like way into deep fans are like yeah. going nuts about how quality control. Blah blah blah. I guess fine. Like it, it literally looks because I'm sure he's not wearing that stupid hand all the time. So it looks pretty much like the. The way the angle was supposed to be, you should never spo- were supposed to see the back of Cersei. So he's hugging her. Well, they pan, I, they pan around and you just see his hand. Okay, I saw the picture, and then this is where just it's hard to b- know what to believe on the internet. Some people said that wasn't in the episode; it was a promo shot or something. And uh, so I don't know. Whatever. You, yeah. Either way, I, I was more. That was definitely a joke. I liked him going back to Cersei just because uh, Brienne. And Cersei were like polar opposites, and those are the two most important women to him. And he said, uh, he he almost had an addiction to Cersei, and he couldn't stay away from her. But that again was another thing; it felt rushed. I wish that they could have maybe the more time he spent in the North, and actually, yeah. if they start talking about like battle plans to attack King's Landing, and that's where he starts to like actually think about his sister being I- killed. And yeah, right no, so. it was literally like, oh, we're going to kill Cersei. <laughs> but why do you even need that fight with Greyjoy? Yeah, that was unnecessary. That like, was... Well, you're going to fight with Greyjoy just to have him get like crushed by rubble? Yeah. Just have him get there and then get crushed by rubble. Yeah, Euron didn't need some big, important death. I think we all would have been satisfied with him getting burned or like having, like, whatever, sail, what do they call it, mast, crush mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I I think there were just too many characters. Yeah, is that that's they probably why they killed off like half of them in a couple episodes stretch. That's true. I think yeah, it, everything was rushed. I mean, what are you gonna do? It was yeah, and uh, you actually said something, Pete, that kind of nailed to part of the problem was we were talking about between episodes four and five. Uh, there was that shot of Euron like shielding his eyes, looking up at the sun, and yeah. you could see the silhouette of the dragon. And you said, you know, you're like, I bet it's another dragon, because we had just seen that scorpions were very effective against dragons. Yeah. So how did Danny have any chance? Right. And that's why I was saying maybe Gendry's gonna make armor. Right. Uh, 
as like his first act of repaying Danny for making him uh, uh, Lord the of Lord of the Storm's End. And then you said something, you're like, you know what? Like, why are we even debating this? You said, it's probably just Drogon. And that's all it was. That's all it was. And I think that kind of sums up the episode. One is everything was just surface level. Like, we kept saying, like, every time we you debate want something, something big to happen. Yeah, like, I bet you Bran during the long night was going back and, like, watching Arya train. And he knew that, no, he was just birds. <laughs> He's just a raven. It's like, like Missandei, like you're going to, like, all right, so you're, you're not going to take a shot at trying to like kill the, the 20 people that are sitting there, but you're going to still like cut Missandei's like throat. And then it's just like, oh, we're just going to walk away like everything's cool yeah. and, and see how this is going to play out. And then when the actual dragon comes back and you have all the scorpion there, we're going to shoot one. We're going to shoot one at a time. Yeah. Only going to get one and he's going to dodge it and then we're all going to be screwed because we're not only going to shoot the one and then we're just going to burn it. The scorpions might be the thing that upset me the most because I really had it in my mind from last season, Drogon got shot by a scorpion and it didn't kill him, but it grounded him. And then we saw Rhaegal get killed that I was like, Scorp- like I was like, thinking scorpions are like a game changer. Like they're going to lose the fight like Danny and her dragon and the Unsullied. Like they can't win anymore. The Nope. They won in 30 seconds. Yeah. Fighting the Night King depleted her forces that they're going to lose and then drogon uh somehow takes out like a hundred th- scorpions there was like it showed like a hundred ships that euron was supposed to have by episode five he had like 10 in episode four when he killed Ragel, and then he had a hundred all missed it was just i think like, it's part of the golden company too though at what point did they ser- like why did they even show up yeah the golden company was stupid yeah this most powerful Army in the land. They did nothing. Did nothing. They ran away. Yeah. They got burned alive. There was a guy named Harry Strickland who had a name and looked like he was from Mad Men, but for some reason (laughs) was in Game of Thrones. Was that guy? (laughs) And he just got killed. Yeah. No. Golden Company was stupid. Yeah, that's true. That was kind of a waste. Arya lived through. I don't know how she lived. Arya. Arya's story arc. So she made it through everything. Wasn't the one that ended up killing Danny, and then turned into Christopher Columbus. She decided. No, no, she's she's Bilbo Baggins. She's just going off into the sunset. Mm. I don't know. Getting on the boat. I don't know. I she's think... trying to. Pro- she's still trying to prove that the the world's not this rectangle map. She's <laughs> she's like, there's more to this world than just this. She's this country. I need to go see. She's it. just that. Well, I wouldn't want to go back to Canada either. So I mean, I guess if you want to go west, that's fine. She's that typical like annoying twenty year old that like I'm gonna go backpacking in Europe and like discover myself. Yeah, That's what I'm doing. And she thinks she's so like quick witted too. Like, hey, what's west of Westeros? Nothing. That's where the maps in. Yeah, I'm going farther than that. I hope it's just okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope, Earth... <laughs> I, I hope I hope it is a square world. You fall at yeah, the end of it. Yeah, it's the Earth is flat. Everybody knows that you're falling off the edge. Oh, yeah, hold my beer. Have fun falling out into space. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess yeah, that's that's my my main feeling is there's stuff I liked, the, the, the but sa- it just doesn't feel. The satisfying. sad part about it is like the the so there was two. I'm gonna say pretty decent like uh, final episodes like the Big Bang Theory had one. I don't know if you guys watched that still, but it's it was I, pretty, yeah I didn't see it yet. It was really good. It was like season finale was fantastic. It was wrapped up everything very nicely. This one was just, and I don't know what I was expecting from this Game of Thrones final finale, but this was just, I was like, can I get my hour and a half back? I don't, I don't think they could have done anything to help and finish it off and, and make well, everyone happy. So we're, so we're it is pretty to, amazing how the Starks won. 
I do like that there was like finally something good for the Starks because there's a re- really, big redemption. Really yeah. watching those old seasons, it's like the Stark family, they're the most honorable ones and they all just are getting killed. So I liked uh especially Sansa being uh queen mm-hmm. in the north. Yeah. I don't like Bran being king though. He kind of went through this whole transformation where he's like kind of out of touch with like normal everyday life and he's saying I spend all my time in the past. And he's this like all powerful thing, and that like he's supposed to now sit and talk like tax codes <laughs> with like his board of advisors, like that's his life. That's why he just rolls in there and like, all right, I trust you guys to take care of this, and just rolls back out. I guess so. Yeah, yeah no. like I gotta go find this dragon. Yeah, Which, let's we... just talk about that Mary Five right there. That what the heck? that's like <laughs> what. <laughs> It's like you got it. Why is Bron? Bron is master Bron? of coin. He's like it's like Larry David coming. Yeah, that was his typical Larry David. They, that, he should have just casted Larry David. Why did this episode t- turn into a Mel Brooks movie? <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. I'm like, what is going on? There was like a like a sword hitting like. Uncle, just sit down. I'm like, what? This is not. That's not. Yeah, like, we don't need you, a funny moment right it's like, now. It's like it's the first scene since Danny died, and you're gonna. This was <laughs> wait. Have Uncle come was, up there trying to prove a point, and then ting ting. Oh, I don't know. I have a giant sword on my side. Mel Brooks was like, "We're doing History of the World Part Two finally." <laughs> that's this is what it. This was that's all what along. This is all along. Oh my god. Gotcha. Gosh. Gotcha. They just had to have the Benny Hill moment running through the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's I, oh. I think the the problem is just that the the shorter season, you know, Weiss and Benioff, they have a new TV show they're working on. Right. Where it, I think it's called Confederate. It's about if the a retelling of history if the South won the Civil War. And then they're also signed on to do a Star Wars project, which we don't know. I don't know if it's announced that it's a movie, but everyone thinks it is. And I can see them just that's their focus now. They've been doing Game of Thrones for 10 years. They were the ones that pushed for shorter seasons. HBO wanted full seasons, and I guess because they have, I don't know what their contract was like, but they said we can tell the story in six episodes, and some of them will be longer. They did. And, and they did, but it, it made it, it feel rushed rush. compared to these 10 episodes. And even George R.R. R. Martin said he thought to do the show justice, it needed to be probably over 10 seasons but he said i understand that's not going to happen ten, that's 10 I, seasons usually that's usually the mark for like every show now i feel in america don't, i don't you guys I, you don't see many go well, you over just 10 mentioned anymore. big bang wasn't that on for yeah, it was over 12 10? Yeah. Yeah. 12 i mean sunny's like 15 now yeah but they that's just nonsense i guess for big time dramas like sopranos is like seven breaking I mean, it's Bad, hard to do i mean i get it the Wire was... That was six, wasn't it? I think so, five or six. Maybe six. The Wire is five. Five. Yeah. So I don't know, some of these... But it's such a huge universe that George R. R. Martin created, oh, yeah. and there's so much backstory, and then being based on books. Yeah, you almost need... some. Like he said, the reason is, he said some of these books could be like two seasons apiece, and he still has two books to come. That's why he thought they could have stretched it out to, you know, like he said, 11, 12, 13, if they really wanted, but... Yeah, no one's going to stay on for that long. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they realize how big it would get, yeah, too, that, where this got, this got really big. Yeah. I, but, you, but you knew going into it when they were going to take a, like if they took a year off to make this yeah. final season, you knew that it was going to be like this. It's just, I was even, like, I think I'm with you. If it would have ended where the, where the Night King died, I think everybody would have been fine. 
Yeah, you're right. Because I I was still pretty in on the season until then, and I started. And even to... like even if you finish off Cersei and you try to figure out like whatever, it just it just the Cersei thing happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. And that that's where I was joking when I was doing my own episode when I was saying that the Sopranos like fade to black. But if they had the Night King turn around, Arya's in the air, fade to black, just end it. <laughs> I I there would have been everybody would have been pissed, but then it'd be like. They wouldn't have had this they nonsense. Pissed for, they would have been pissed for like a, a cliffhanger reason. Like, what happens? You got to tell right. us what happens. But that's the thing is that that was so great about Sopranos. You know, make up your own stuff. Why not? Yeah, I remember. Is he uh, alive? Is he dead? I remember uh, debating that like all week at work because obviously I'm like obsessed with Sopranos and I like I couldn't get work done. I was like arguing with coworkers yeah. and like some people are like, he's alive. And it's like, oh, he's, got, he's dead. And now. Uh, you build the, your own kind of story then. Yeah. Do you, yeah. uh, I think that can work for some shows. Sometimes, no, yeah, though, I, I feel it. like it's a, a little out. bit of a cop out, yeah, to yeah. not just have like yeah. this is the end. And well, I don't, I, I don't think they could have done anything this last episode to fix it. No. So the, yeah, it the was timeline was already messed up last season. Yeah, really, last season is when the show started showing some cracks. That's where they started just teleporting around the map. Rewatching, uh, there were just so many Tardises all over the place. (laughs) Rewatching, like, uh, the earlier seasons, like, episode one starts out where Robert Baratheon's complaining about how it's a month's ride from King's Landing to Winterfell, right? And that's she's like, that's why I never come north. And then they're just like appearing, yeah, yeah, like, even even in this last episode, John passes Grey Worm when he's slitting throats, he's like, I'm gonna go see the Queen. And then all of a sudden he walks up the steps and there's Grey Worm. Like how did <laughs> how did Grey did he just run like like John? You walk slow. He ran as fast as uh, Tormund could run to get ahead of the undead army. Yep, there you go. The undead army that runs everywhere and has a dragon. But they're no, faster. they no, they walk slowly. Oh, that's true. Until it's fighting time. Yeah, and they get tired. Yeah, they they're like the raptors. Yeah, they didn't send some one one second running by them. No, <laughs> don't you don't look at me. But. I did think cinematically there were a couple moments that were pretty chilling well, and pretty awesome. Yeah, it had some great moments. And like I said, there's certain parts I was still happy with, like how they played out. But mm. And like the Clegane Bowl is one that cinematically, like that looked amazing where Sandor is walking up the stairs towards like his brother. Yeah, and the dragon goes flying by. Yeah, and I'm like, so this cool. looks amazing. This is like a boss fight. Yeah. That was cool. So it, it, yeah, the show looked fantastic. Like that was yeah. never a question, right? And the whole dragon thing, like when when John was sitting there and you thought the dragon was gonna, that was pretty pretty cool. I thought, I Dro- thought that made sense though because Drogo knows he's a Targaryen. Yeah, and uh, I would imagine the right? show doesn't really talk about it much, but the dragons are supposed to be pretty intelligent. Yeah, and Drogon was like, "This throne is tearing us apart. Well, I right. gotta destroy it." Yeah, That's and what he, what he did wasn't right. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like, oh, Drogon's so, the voice of reason. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that, maybe, maybe it was Bran. <laughs> Bran working into him. Bran so why why in. didn't he know where he was then? Why don't we just have Dragon be the, like the king? I was the dragon. Could yeah, be. I was really hoping the dragon would come back with Bran yeah. on top of. Well, him. as we were watching it, and it got towards the end, everyone was kind of like, "Is this? Does like, he have like a wheelchair access like wing?" <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. wheel him up. It. That's why Brand's like, I'll find the dragon. Dun, dun, 
dun, better, better uh, build a ramp up to the next throne. Oh man! Oh, uh, I was saying though, never comes back. He gets burned on him. <laughs> I was saying during the show though, because everyone was kind of like, you know, what do we, what do we think? It wasn't quite over, and I was like, they can still save the whole series if the final scene is Ghost goes flying by riding Drogon. <laughs> but we <laughs> didn't, get, we didn't get that. But at least John finally pet his dire wolf. Yeah, there he is. Finally, John. He just like kicked him to the curb earlier in the season. It's supposed to be like his companion he's had since se- since like episode one. Yeah. I guess all he had to do was just lose an ear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lost one ear in that battle. I still wanted. This. He looked perfectly white except for that ear. Yeah, I still wanted to scratch him behind his little nub of an ear. Yeah, I can't help he's it. So cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, little puppy. Um. Oh. I did want to say something funny. Well, that's not going to be funny. You preface yeah. it like that. Yeah. yeah. No. I was just thinking Falcor should have showed up. but Oh, yeah. Well, we've said that before. He's the king of the dragons. He's a luck dragon. Yeah. I mean, I mean, would you rather be a luck dragon or a fire-breathing dragon? Mm, luck dragon. Luck dragon tops fire-breathing he's dragon like, every time. It's luck. He's <laughs> filled with glitter. You'll, you'll never be able to hit him with your fire because he's got luck on his uh, side. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he chases down the bully. Chases down the bully at the end <laughs> on behalf of him to give that kid uh, PTSD forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That ended up being um. Yeah, no, never-ending story. Weird movie. So, but yeah, no, the melting of the throne I thought was pretty awesome. So, what do you think mm-hmm. the next throne will look like? Is it just like? A thousand it'll, books. It'll be. It's gonna be a wheelchair. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. He is on his throne. He is. Yeah. He's oh, always man. been on it. Oh, portable throne. I can't wait for. So, and that to way, they can't toilet on there. Can't fight over. So, it. So that way, like without, <laughs> yeah, yeah. without dumping him out so, of his wheelchair. <laughs> and during all these episodes, when you seeing cool. everybody die around him, that's a Larry David move. And you see Greyjoy die and whatever else, and you're just looking at him like, oh, can we speed this up? I know I'm gonna be king. You're just, oh <laughs> yeah. my god. I gotta wait through so much stuff to be king, including. Danny burning a hundred thousand people, committing like, the worst atrocity in the history of like, the show. To, as John's like trying to tell like Sansa and Arya, like, oh, I gotta tell you guys something, and he looks at Bran, but he's like, just get it over with. Like, Bran should have said something to John because all John kept saying is, "She's my queen." He could have been like, "My cousin slash former, what I thought was a brother, is my queen or king, whichever one he is." You know what? Screw Bran. He could have told everyone that she's gonna. She's not. Oh, then he would no. change history. Did you? Yeah. Did you see uh, Avengers? Not yet. Mm, it's very. He this is really. It. This he is really a big. For me. This is really a big spoiler. It's very it minor. You. I don't want to talk about it. Doctor Strange just. They ask him if he knows what's gonna happen, and he says yes. And they say, "Tell us." And he says, "Then it won't happen." So. Well, didn't he say that in the first one? He might. Maybe, but it's in. It's definitely an end game. Oh. Because uh, I think he. Obviously, this like one out of a whatever. Yeah, he says it's, one it's, out of fourteen million. It's like scenarios. the age-old riddle, though. Like the man who knows what's going to happen will ultimately change what's going to happen. Mm, it's like time. There's travel. no way around it. It's like time travel paradox. Are we going to get into Back to the Future time travel? No, you know so that's for that's for the dire straits of summer. Okay, so Grey Rooms is this BA fighter, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to just rip Tyr- Tyrion's head off. Okay, the queen is dead. Mm-hmm. Drogon just bolts like uh, I'm gonna take her, and I don't know what he's doing to her. Like he was yeah, like, where do Kong. they go? Dude, he just takes his lady. 
how are how is Tyrion? How isn't there just chaos? How how didn't how did Tyrion and John just live? Yeah, you would think that. Why would Grey Room have yeah. civilness? Yeah, I get I, that's, guy a, that's, who, a, that's who, a fantastic point because John couldn't even stop from slitting like the like the gold company's throats, but he's gonna let him live. And yeah, in last episode, once Danny started burning the city, he's the one who killed unarmed. Lannister soldiers who had laid their weapons down. Right. So he did that last episode. Yeah, he's right. slitting guys, prisoners of war's throat. Unless he it's just really, like, really worked up about his safety. The fact that if that Sansa mm-hmm. and Arya didn't make a good case from the fact that, like, we'll bring the army from the north. Yeah, that it's just kind of another war, mutually assured destruction. Instead, they boarded boats to go. It is funny how everybody just ended up exactly where they started. Yeah. No. Sansa goes back. Yeah. I mean, she's the queen of the north. I mean, Arya John is, gets to go back to Castle Black again. Yeah, he's back. Arya's still yeah. out west exploring. Yeah, finding herself. She's lost. Yeah, no. Dragon and Man, yeah, they all went back home. Tyrion, where he grew up. He's Hope it was worth settling it, Danny. into King's Landing. You were uh, queen for all of sixty minutes. Yeah. And I guess just one final point I add is I know people have said to some people who have defended the show, and if you if you enjoyed it, that's great. I mean, you know, I enjoyed it, yeah. for sure. I enjoyed well, the or last even people episode, who said, I'll admit it. I got chills at points. So. There are people who have I've heard say, you know, they like the whole last season. So, uh, But I just wanted to say that I know Danny. they said, like, you know, there's been a lot of foreshadowing that she's capable of this. And when you watch the old seasons, there are times where she'll, try to use fear and talk about you know like through fire and blood and i'll burn cities to the ground if i have to so they have foreshadowed she's capable of going mad queen but foreshadowing isn't the same thing as a storytelling those are just like planting seeds that it could happen they still needed to do a lot more to make those seeds grow into like a meaningful plot versus just like kill her kill the three most important people and then just make her go mad okay yeah so like i think that's where Again, like Monica was talking about, the idea like you you build this whole like character arc where like she's supposed to be this great person, and I I know you have inter- I know you have turmoil, and I and I get Tyrion spot on, right? Like if you keep having people tell you that you're the best, and whatever you believe is the best outcome for the world, or whatever else, or that can lead you into false like pretenses yeah. where you're just gonna like go crazy, but and then having nobody there to advise her that she's trusted over the course of of time, but it doesn't happen in the course of like a day yeah yeah well, it didn't happen in the course of a day I, though i just don't no. know how, i don't know how you like completely destroy the army completely destroy it do what you want with it like if you want to behead like the like the gold company that's fine go blow up the castle itself with cersei just sitting there with the mountain mm-hmm. and whatever else you don't have to go freaking murder like a million people but that's the yeah. whole point is that she's a targaryen and it's in her blood to do stuff like that and yeah. think that she knows what she's doing is right, and that's a, that's what you just kind of but said that they built her up and thinking that she needed to fix everybody. But and John's a Targaryen, and he didn't have that in his blood. Who the knows? Gods, they flip a coin. That's what they said every time a Targaryen's born. The gods flip a coin. But Danny had been pretty, pretty on the side of uh, all the people, the common folk, and she wanted to destabilize the slave trade in the east and set all those people free and they were calling her misa and mother and picking her up they've done a lot of good and then there's like in a moment to snap and just start 
It's basically, they said, you know, it's like the equivalent of dropping the nuclear bomb. You basically just took out a whole city that's supposed to have a million people living there. It is a pretty big leap to go from, you know, setting slaves free to burning, like, children alive. Yeah. With dragon fire. And it's not like a lot of those people were great in that city. I mean, we've seen clips of them throwing rocks at people. It's not like they were great people. But, yeah, no, killing kids and, you know, yeah, it's you not saw right, obviously. Kids running for their lives. Oh, so... I would have liked to maybe see if they had more time, Danny get the throne and then go crazy as after she has the throne, like little by little. But, you know, that would take probably even more than a season. And, you know, they just they didn't have time for that. Yeah, which is like, again, I go back. You just end it where the Ice King dies because you started off with this ice king kind of stuff going on that's how you started pretty much you saw these bodies and situations so you started and you end with that we don't even start this Ooh, i'm getting crazy he's getting crazy we don't even start this cersei craziness like you don't even go into that at all just avoid that and then you could do another you could you could have done like a whole new couple seasons of all this stuff why don't you have danny die on the the dragon gets overcome by the White Walkers, and she falls into the grasp and dies. And then, oh, they have to mourn her. And then John takes over and goes to march down to Cersei and just destroys it. And then everybody's all as well. I think a lot of people expected John to be the hero, and in the end, he's murdered. He knows nothing. He's been, he was an idiot the whole time. He served his purpose. He was supposed to kill her. That was that's his purpose. That's what Brand said. You're sorry, I wasn't there for you. You were always where you were meant to be. That was totally like. You know, Kylo killing Han. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. That was exactly yeah. like that moment, wasn't it? Yeah. Love over. Mm-hmm. No. Although Ky- Kylo did it for evil reasons. John did it. And he, thought, he thought he was doing I don't good. think John knew what the f- he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I thought I was one of those. Sorry. Turned over the That's potty mouth. That's my first one. He did say to her right before he stabbed her, he did say, Queen, you're my queen. He, did, he said because he said that every <laughs> he episode. He wanted her to be happy when she died. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. As she got shivved. Yeah. I think Bill Simmons did this bit where they talked about how baby names were on the rise due to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. And there was a huge uptick in Danny and Khaleesi. <laughs> yep. And, and whatever else. And most people are upset. And <laughs> it's like, uh, dumb, dumb idea. Shouldn't jump the route. Yeah. I, I see how this plays always out. Go I, with, always go with one one. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee some baby girls born after episode three are named Arya. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, I guess I have one more final point to make, and this upsets me a little bit. Is the Vegas betting on this? So I'm wearing my <laughs> I'm wearing my Lannister shirt. Oh, yeah. I was I wondering if you're gonna get to it. I made a long shot bet on yeah, Jamie. You did. Because it was fun to cheer for him as a redemption story. He yeah. died. That's fine. But what I am upset about, Bran was the overwhelming favorite going into the season. We're talking before, oh, was the, he? before the season started. He was something like plus 150, uh, like about 100. I'm wondering if they knew something, well, if that got leaked, because it was suspicious how good his odds right. were. Yeah, but to be totally honest, nobody sat on the throne. There's no Iron Throne, wasn't it? Like, the bet was sit on the yeah, Iron Throne. Yeah, what technicality are you going to have? Because, I mean, it, Sansa's bet, sitting on a throne, too. It says rules Westeros. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it said sit on the throne. Okay, because I thought that was a funny yeah. moment where she was like, almost going to sit on it, 
And I thought people like it was like the whole last second shot kind of thing, mm-hmm. or down by three or up by two kind of stuff. I don't know. Oh, was it going to be like our Super Bowl party where the last person touched the ball type of thing? So that's like, how, that's what I rat. felt like she it was, was going to be. She was technically the last one to last one to touch the thing. Her ass cheeks were the last one to touch on. <laughs> yeah. something before. I, I want my money. Put Jamie's Put corpse on the phone. <laughs> Just throw it on there. <laughs> well, then you got to watch. Like as it's melting, it does it drip down to the like, where he's like oh. laying. It trips on the Jamie's hand. I'd like my money back, uh, Antigua. But yeah, I do wonder that it's it's suspicious though how how they made Brand the overwhelming favorite and and that was it. I do just worry about because this isn't like a sporting event where you don't know right. the outcome going in. There were people who knew the outcome. Well, this was funny because again, I got I watched it with my wife and like someone was like, "Who the I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna swear again because I'm gonna like, who the bet on Brand?" I'm like Vegas. She's like, "Get the <laughs> out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm serious." Yeah, I better odds than John or Danny. I think she's she's with you on that belief. Like they had to have known. Well, Vegas is Braun. They got all the money. Yeah, <laughs> he wants so, his brothels back. That was a pretty funny moment. I did like that. That was, that was funny. Although when, when I did about... see all of them there, I'm like, this is like ridiculous. It did well, feel like, but it's, it's like we're getting ridiculous. the sitcom ending. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's this like is you're the... back. You're back to episode one with like the old like the old guys that were like that. But is this yeah. how they started? No, this is how like... Seinfeld started. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We got all of our we got all of our favorite characters now. Look at well, who was the really old guy that pretended to be like all like crippled? Oh, and that then was, he was perfectly fine. The that was the the maester of uh, of King's Landing. Uh, yeah, so that the, could be, that could be what's his face. So uh, one more thing, you know, he he comes to the chair and he sits in the chair. I just wanted him to say, "Call me Elf one more time." <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it was set up kind of like the board boardroom. They totally did that on purpose. Come on, yeah, well, it's, he's it's the... totally on purpose. <laughs> I want to hear that. Oh, you're angry. You're an Essos elf. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely Lannister. That would have been perfect. It's uh, a, it turns I, out Game I of Thrones is right set away. in the elf universe. It was a prequel to Elf. And no, I did like it. I it was. I don't know. It was nice it, to see the the Starks get that redeeming thing. With I think it, the arc of the Starks was totally yeah. like build them down, break them down, and then they got built up again. So it had it had its moments, and I was still entertained for the oh, most yeah. part of the season. I just think ultimately, as much as the show was fantastic through like six seasons, and we we're starting to talk about it as one of the greatest shows of all time. It does feel like that that conversation is dead. That. I still like Sopranos more, Breaking Bad more, The Wire more. Uh, I don't know if I kind of even lost interest in rewatching it a little bit. It's still an entertaining show, and those early seasons are great. I just it's a, it's a little bit of a bummer. I feel like I I lost a little interest in it. Oh, we're still talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> are you gonna watch? Here's the question for you guys now: Are you gonna watch any of the spinoffs? You're gonna be excited to watch any of the spinoffs. I don't know when they're going to start i've heard uh one of them is ready to start shooting very soon yeah I'll, I'd, I'd like to know who I'm they've all casted in. for some of that stuff that'd be interesting yeah and it's it's been kind of quiet even when it's set during because they did a so they did such a good job casting the characters for this show and whatever else that's why it's hard to that's why you have such high expectation because they built it up for so long yeah. and the end this way i was just like oh we were talking about that uh at our little viewing party before the episode is there really wasn't any household names. Probably Sean Bean as Ned was the most recognizable actor beforehand. Mm-hmm. And maybe Peter Cersei. 
Yeah, Lena Headey had done some some but stuff. Not a, lot. Not a whole yeah. lot. Peter Dinklage had been in that yeah. one movie, Something Station, that got him like a little bit of Oscar and buzz. And Elf. And Elf. <laughs> yeah, he was in. He's he was probably the second. But yeah, most of these people we weren't too familiar with, yeah. and the, a lot of them turned out to do fantastic jobs throughout the. Episodes. I think that's what helps these kind of shows, though, is it yeah. gets more people into it because then they don't ha- hate something about the actor. Yeah, even though I was making fun of Jon Snow all season for saying she's my queen, I thought Kit Harington was pretty good considering what he had to work with. Uh, just the way he reacted to even Littlefinger, I think, was in a couple of things. Oh yeah, he the, was in the wire. He uh, was uh the Baratheon. He was the mayor. Baratheon was in a lot. Yeah, Bra- if you look up Robert Baratheon, that actor, it's kind of funny because he looked so different when he had mm-hmm. short hair. He wasn't like a tough guy. He'd play like I'd seen him in something playing like a kind of like sidekick, joking kind of guy. Yeah, so like a cheap version of John Candy. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'll have that again if they because it it gives you more budget to do other things, and yeah. that's what yeah, usually just wonder... happens with these kind of shows. Is they kind of out. Outgrow it, and it's yeah. hard to you just have wonder because they're actors, anyway. right? Because you were wondering if this is like because this was the first thing to do this ever, so like that's part of the appeal. Like they went into territories that had never been done before. Now you're gonna have like something that's gonna try to like tell a different story, but it's just not gonna be the same. Yeah, I don't know, but I will. I will give it a shot. I will give it a shot too. Oh, I'll watch it. So, last thing we kind of have to discuss is we have another giveaway. Giannis Funko Pop. Maybe our listeners don't know what a Funko Pop is. I did post it. I did post a picture of it. So, they're the little big-eyed figures that you see all over the place. Yeah, it's like Bobblehead 2.0. Yeah, Yeah. they are. And, I mean, if anybody works in an office, you should see Funko Pops. I feel like... I I would imagine someone has one. Yeah, someone's going to have some at their desk. Because I notice them pretty often. So, yeah, Yeah. anyway. And we're not asking for, like, your firstborn. No. We don't want that responsibility. No, all you we just have to want do a story. Give us your email. But no, we're not asking for stories actually. We're just asking who's the MVP of Wisconsin because we have and pretty why. pretty awesome. You didn't just say give me the MVP. I did. You said and I why. I did make it mandatory to tell me at least well, a, it'd be nice a if, sentence. If you yeah. Say cuz he's good. I whatever. I'll be good with that. Oh, you're at that point now? No. This right. is this oh, is good. great times we, in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It was uh, we have pretty awesome awesome teams. We're we're lucky to be alive right now for sure. Watching Giannis, Yelich, Braun, you could say, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, like our, our but Rogers, I don't know, maybe that guy. I'm looking for more out of our like super fan listeners. Like Swanee, like both Mr. Swanson and Kyle Swanson, like come on. Yeah. This seems like something too that like My brother in law Kyle? Come on, get some of the coaster. Get some of the coasties. Of like listen. All the guys that are in our fantasy football league that we have chats with that are like get posted in constantly all day. This seems like right up everyone's alley for something that would be debated in chat. Yep. I know. It's ridiculous. So you can write in your own vote if you have one. I do actually have one. Another? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I have a guy who's not um you, you not didn't the three listen. main ones? Yeah. It's uh, Josh Limos, the um, Milwaukee Wave goalkeeper. Yeah, there you go. See, but <laughs> so, hey, that's, that's a good thing to put. Yeah. He, uh, he has a good bobblehead, too. You know what's really awesome? Fun. You started saying that name like, who the hell is that? I thought you said John Stamos. The reason I know who I he is. I thought you made it up like as a parody of John Stamos. The only reason I know who it is is for whatever reason, somebody had uh, a bobblehead of him on their desk <laughs> at work, and I, 
I was like, that's funny. You should tell that guy. Tell that guy, like, hey, you need to write into this. Yeah. You can get a real bobblehead. His nickname? Jiggy. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. All Fair right. enough. All right. <laughs> I'm going to get jiggy with it and watch it lead. Anyway. Giveaway. What, what, what are we doing? Uh, all you have to do is uh, pick one of the guys or pick other and tell us why. He should have the honor of the throne of MVP of Wisconsin. I know. Come on. If we don't get any other entries, we have no choice but to give it to uh, Oliver Klozoff. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's like, are we pronouncing that correctly? Hey, that one's less racist than something Wong. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. And I had to do that by myself. I know. I'm glad you read it. By myself. You I didn't read, even know how to say it because I knew it was you. You read it perfectly, even though you knew it was me for it. You read it perfectly by just going like, and we have something Wong. Oh, I get it. Something wrong. This is obviously Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, busted. And it almost did it again with Oliver Close. I'm like, no, Mike's going to read this one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this again by myself. So just send in another mail, because obviously I do the mid one now. I'm, I'm okay, pe- it's Peapod on Wednesday. Okay, I'm going to keep sending them in then. <laughs> so my brother-in-law had his wedding reception before he... So he got back out of the Coast Guard officer school. And then he had to go to Maine. But then in the in the meantime, they had a one week. And the Saturday before they left, they had a wedding reception. Even though they got, got married. This is the wedding reception where all the family came. Half the Union Grove was there. It was crazy. Well, the best man speeches. Um, super fan Kyle is was one of the one of the guys giving a speech. He actually showed me. He had written down like he was going to start the speeches. Hey, howdy, hi! But he didn't do it. Oh, he should have. But it was on the paper. So well played by you. And yep. the questie for greatest fan goes to <laughs> Super Fan Kyle. So you're saying you would you wouldn't have brought a lawsuit against him for that? Maybe. I don't know if it was recorded. Intellect- like personal use. Intellectual recorded property in- that's trademarked. Uh, we'll see you in court. I gave him permission. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, see yeah. how that a happens. A simple cease and desist lobby will do. <laughs> get every day, get on that. Yeah. You want a bango shot? Bango? Nope, yeah. nope, Do your nope, bango nope, shot. Nope. Too far. Other way. Other way. Your other left. Nope, too far. Should I Giannis right, it? Right, right. I'm right. going to get up and Giannis right. it. Right there. Yep. 90. Oh, nope, you uh, got it. You no. got it. Okay, now you he's taking it. test. Way too far. Oh, he got oh. it! You just Kawhi Leonard that shot. It bounced off everything. You yeah. Kawhi Leonard. The lamp, it. the box. It bounced no. off like the lip, the It definitely the hit the couch. And then, and then the green grass grows all around me. See how it's done, Bucks? What just happened? Thank you for listening to another episode of the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at QuestionableToReturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash QuestionableToReturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter. For Andy, at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. Mike, at Mike R. Daly. And Pete, at P, cozy with a K, Junior, J-R. Please consider leaving us a five-star review as well as sharing us with someone you know.